Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is a word for anybody who may feel bound, stuck, frustrated, or held back to let you know that God will break every chain, no matter what binds you or what the enemy has sent to hinder you by the authority of Christ. Every hindering spirit must be cast out. You will receive your breakthrough and be released into destiny for the glory of the name of the Lord. Good morning, afternoon or evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to this Thursday, December 10th, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's Deanna Hobbs here, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever, and feeling blessed, humbled, and honored to be used by God in any way to carry forth His glorious gospel for the saving of lost souls and the edification of the body of Christ. Thank you for joining me and also for sowing into this ministry so the gospel can reach souls around the world through this absolutely free broadcast available on select radio stations, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player.fm, YourDailyCupOfInspiration.com, and wherever podcasts are heard. We are reaping a great harvest of souls, and what a blessing it is to be a steward over and just a part of such a vibrant and continuously growing global faith community. Daily Cut family, I was rejoicing over some of the testimonies we have been receiving from the wonderful, faithful, loyal members of our faith community. And a woman named Precious from Houston, Texas, wrote into the ministry and said this, Hi, Deanna. I am a new convert to Christianity. I have a background in Buddhism, and I have been a seeker all my life. I came across your testimony of healing in the Christian post, and I was curious to learn more. I started following your ministry. I've been a silent follower for quite some time, and the gospel of Christ reached me in places that no other teaching has. I gave my life to Jesus and received deliverance from the bondage of addiction. You have been most helpful to me on this journey. Thank you for making so many resources accessible to everyday people like me. God bless you and your ministry team. Well, glory to the great name of Jesus. You know, testimonies like this one of God's redemptive power stir my spirit up and get me going. Thank you, Precious, for sharing this testimony. God is using you to let folks know around the world that Jesus is alive and he yet saves. Can we get a praise break right here for the salvation of Precious? Powerful and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. 
All right, my soul is on fire today. Let's begin this inspiration with a quick word of prayer. God, I love you today. And I thank you for choosing this person to press play, to receive a mighty word from you. Anoint my lips and word my mouth so others will be saved and edified and you will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. So Daily Cut family, I remember this one time some years ago. I got robbed at the LaGuardia Airport in New York City on my way home from a speaking engagement. And I may have told you about this before, but somebody stole my cell phone. It happened so fast, I couldn't believe it. I turned around for what felt like two seconds and somebody snatched my phone. And that day was especially frustrating for me. I was coming off of a high. God had showed up and saved souls and set folks free at that ministry engagement And then I got robbed. And not only that, my flight that had just landed at LaGuardia was late. And that made me miss my connecting flight, which meant I was stuck in the airport until the next available flight, which wasn't until four hours later. The airline staff did their best to just find the earliest flight out, but everything was booked. They gave me a food voucher, an apology, and a smile, but there wasn't much else they could do. So I was wheeling my carry-on suitcase behind me, walking on sore feet, feeling like crying right there on the spot. All my ministry contacts were on that phone and so much important stuff. It was terrible. So I needed to call my husband, Kenya, tell him that I'd been robbed. I would be late. So I walked around until I found a payphone, rummaged around in my purse for some quarters and called Kenya. He asked me, did anybody else see what happened? I told him I had asked around. Nobody saw anything. And so nothing could be done about it. Now, of course, he was happy that I was okay, but I never got my phone back. I was upset, but you know what? I've learned over the years, whenever you're doing the work of the Lord and serving him, the enemy will come for you somehow, some way, expect it, things will happen, setbacks, disappointments, negative situations, and God will allow that to happen sometimes. I was reading Acts chapter five this morning and it blessed me. I don't know if you can sense it, but my soul has just been on fire all morning And I was reading about the period in history when the early church was thriving. Jesus had already been resurrected and seen by multiple witnesses and ascended back to heaven. The Holy Spirit had come. The equipping power of the Holy Ghost was alive and active in the lives of the apostles. And they were just doing the work of the Lord. Luke, who is the writer of Acts, tells us they were seeing signs and wonders regularly, just as they had prayed for in Acts 4 and 30. They asked God, they said, Lord, stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. The apostles prayed this because they knew that signs and wonders helped bring people to Christ. These miraculous moves of God were a witness to the power of the gospel. And Daily Cut family, God answered the apostles' prayer and showed up in a big way. As the apostles were ministering in Jerusalem more than ever, believers were coming to Christ and being added to the church. People gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. They were set free. Their chains of bondage were loosed. So all this was happening, and it made some folks upset. 
namely the Sadducees. The Sadducees were a religious and political group that held a whole lot of power among the Jews in Israel. Now, when Jesus walked the earth, the Sadducees weren't big fans. They were always trying to trip Jesus up And they also opposed the apostles preaching the gospel of Christ. And the Sadducees were jealous when they saw how mightily God was moving through the apostles. So you know what they did? Verse 18 says the Sadducees arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. Oh, but little did the Sadducees know you can lock up a physical body, but you can't lock down the presence of God. You cannot tie the hands of the Almighty. You can't put the Holy Ghost in chains. You can't stop a move of the Spirit. Listen, the enemy can attack your body, but the Holy Spirit, who is alive and active in you, cannot be confined. That's why it doesn't surprise me at all that after the Sadducees locked the apostles up, the following verse says, But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. Just like that, God broke those chains and released his apostles, but not before the enemy got his hand in there and tried to frustrate the plan of God. That's what the devil does. I like to say the enemy shows up whenever God shows out. I have this necklace. It's a really simple necklace. It has a very thin chain with a pendant on it, and the chain is so thin You actually can hardly see it. And I really like the necklace, though, because of the simplicity of it. And the little pendant is the focal point. So I was wearing it a few weeks ago when I was standing in front of my dresser in my bedroom. I was putting some lotion on my face, some cocoa butter lotion to be specific. I put it on all the time because my skin gets so dry around this time of year. Anybody else? I mean, I have been so dry. So anyway... I put the lotion on my face and a little bit on my neck. And when I was moving my hand, I didn't realize that one of my fingers was wrapped around the necklace and I accidentally yanked it off my neck. When I saw it fall, I was like, oh no, I hope I didn't break it. But I did. It was so thin that it just snapped. And in seconds, the chain on one of my favorite necklaces was broken And I was thinking, man, that's unfortunate. But hey, it happens. Chains break. I have to say, though, it would be nice if the chains that we didn't love and the ones that we don't want, like those metaphorical chains of bondage, broke as easily as my thin chain pendant necklace. But there are some chains, I like to call them strongholds, that lock us up and make it hard for us to get free. But when the hand of the Lord intervenes, come on, somebody, he breaks chains and removes yokes from around our necks that keep us in bondage. Those chains quickly fall off and he liberates us. You've got to know that any setback that would hinder you from fulfilling your divine assignment and mission will not last for too long. God will release you. But when he does, 
You've got something you have to do. You've got to tell the world about this Jesus you serve, this Jesus who saves, this Jesus who heals, this Jesus who provides, this Jesus who's available to everybody who would only believe, this Jesus who set you free. Here in Acts 5, when the angel broke the apostles out of prison, this divine messenger told them, Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. And that's what the apostles did. They got out of prison and got to work. They chose to obey God, but it came with consequences. They were beaten after they preached in the temple. Then they were released. Verse 41 says something I love. It says that after the apostles were beaten, they left rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name of Jesus. That's a different level of faith and commitment. Is it not when you rejoice in your suffering because God counted you worthy to suffer for his name's sake? He counted you worthy to be temporarily in chains. Friend, when you know who you are and whose you are and what your life's mission is, you can rejoice in affliction. You can count it all joy in the midst of trouble. And when the enemy comes to lock you up, you can celebrate knowing that God will break every chain. He specializes in jailbreaks. In Acts 16, I remember Paul and Silas found themselves in trouble for casting an evil spirit out of a servant girl who was bound by the spirit of divination. And after that happened, it created an uproar and Paul and Silas were beaten and thrown in prison. But when they began to pray and sing praises, the jailbreak specialist showed up. Acts 16 and 26 says, suddenly, that's how God shows up. Suddenly, he shook the foundations of the prison and at once all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Even the jailer got saved. Jesus, the chain breaker, is still alive and well. The name of the chains that are holding you doesn't matter. It could be the chains of sickness, of lack, of depression, of addiction, of low self-esteem, of abuse, of perversion. No matter the name of the chains, there is a name above every name. His name is greater than your chains, greater than that bondage, than that trouble, than that struggle, more powerful than your storm. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to heal every disease, to provide for whatever you lack, to save every lost soul, to free you from every yoke of bondage. Call on his name, Jesus, and watch him shake those prison doors open. Jesus, watch him loose your chains. Jesus, watch him confuse the enemy and leave others in awe and cause them to ask just as the jailer did in Acts 16, what must I do to be saved? How can I know this Jesus? That's the purpose of the signs and wonders God is about to perform in your life to bear witness to the gospel, to confirm that Jesus is who he says he is. Take it from a woman who has seen God's miracle working power in my own life. Jesus is yet alive. Miracle signs and wonders are real to this day. Jesus loosed my chains so I could tell somebody who's still locked up that there is power in his great name. The power of Jesus Christ who was risen resurrected on the third day, whose blood washes away all our sins, who defeated death, hell, and the grave. 
His power is real. His power is working. His power is being released in your life. His power is activated by your faith. His power is loosing your chains. All you've got to do is believe on his name. Ask him to show up and he will do it. And that's why I'm stirring the prayer the apostles prayed in Acts 4 and 30 in the God's Word translation right into your cup of inspiration, which says, show your power by healing, performing miracles and doing amazing things through the power and the name of your holy servant, Jesus. As you drink down the contents of your cup, Come into agreement with that biblical prayer and expect God to do amazing things through the power of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Anointed One, the Son of David, the Root of Jesse, the Lion of Judah, the Alpha and the Omega, the Great I Am, the Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Call on Him today and watch Him break every chain that binds you up. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I pray over every area of bondage in their life. And by the authority of Christ, I command every chain to be loosed. Whatever it is that's holding them back from doing your will, break it off of them and release them into destiny for the glory of your name. Thank you that victory belongs to you. And it also belongs to them because they have placed their confidence in you the Holy One. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com. Thank you.